0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: I'm Rick Edwards. I am a TV presenter and writer and football fan.
0: Rick, I wonder if you can let us know or or, or make clear to us when you first became a football fan. When you first fell in love with the game,
1: Uh yeah. So it's a sort of uh, multi-step process for me. Yeah. Uh, my my dad is a big football fan. I mean, he loves all sport, but particularly football. And so he was very keen from when I was uh, a very young boy to make sure that I liked playing football, going and watching the football, and also watching it on telly. And from from a really young age, liked playing. Really liked it when he take me to to the football. He was he's still a Wolves fan. Uh, they were languishing in the fourth division so tickets were very cheap so we could go to quite a few games he took yeah. me along and I loved it, it was just the, the atmosphere and stuff and also you get to hear some very looking back some very colourful language The sort of question uh, was that good parenting I don't yeah. know but I, I, I loved it yeah. um, but watching it on telly I found a bit I just couldn't really get into it. Uh, And so he was making me, not making me, yes, no, making me. Yeah, he was making me watch the 1986 FA Cup final, Mm. Liverpool-Everton. I wasn't enjoying it. And he said, pick, uh, just just pick one of the teams to support. I picked the red team. Uh, The red team went 1-0 down, Gary Lineker goal, I think. Mm. Um, I uh, sulked, uh, went out to help my mum make a cake in the kitchen. And then when I came back in... Uh, Liverpool were 2-1 up. Uh, they won, 3-1. And then from then on, I was a Liverpool fan. That's the sort of... That's the pivotal part of my fan journey. How old you have um, been then about five? So I was six. Six, I okay. was six, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's sort of extraordinary to think that that incredibly... Hard, I could be an Everton fan. Mm. If I'd just gone with the blue team, I could have yeah. been an Everton fan. Um, which obviously would have been a disaster. <laughs> uh, and... But that yeah that entirely arbitrary choice has informed my life to an ex- exceptional degree like i i my life fits around liverpool football club to a large extent and i have no there's no sort of logical tie to liverpool it's mm. just that the reds team mm. and that that now for the last you know 34 years mm. has dominated my existence.
0: And we hear a lot of, of, of kids who were so, almost reject football because they're pushed too hard into it by their, by their mm. mother or mm. father or whatever. But you didn't ever feel that like Mm-mm. it was like that for you.
1: No, no, I didn't actually. Um, I think partly because my dad, like my, yeah, my dad wasn't trying to make me a Wolves fan. I think he might struggle with that. Yeah. Um, he did, so he didn't even bother trying that. No, no, he didn't actually. But then I think he'd, um, cause he, he'd, I think it's, it was quite hard being a Wolves fan for a really long time. Yeah, It's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like steer <laughs> clear of Wolves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know, although, you know, at, at the time that we were going to games, sort of in the, um, you know, mid to late 80s, you had Steve Ball. Yeah. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was magic. Yeah. I mean, Steve Ball was one of, the, one of the greats. Yeah, he is, absolutely. Still, still one of my favourite footballers. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he obviously
0: was in the England team when he wasn't even playing in the top flight, famously, and all that kind of stuff.
1: No, he it was. I guess he was old. He'd only played in the old third division because they just got promoted. It was yeah. that. Mm. It was that time and scored in his debut. That's right. Classic bully goal as well. <laughs> just like ball sort of in the air. He's just like, oh, I just lashed it home. Can Can, yeah. can
0: there be like a better? name for an 80s footballer than Steve Bull.
1: No, it it like it, it's like a character. It's yeah. sort of it's like Roy Race. He'd
0: have to be invented if he didn't exist. Yeah. He would. What um you said that it is sort of, being a Liverpool fan um sort of affects your life to a quite a big degree. Would you describe mm. yourself as a Liverpool fan or as a, a football fan who supports Liverpool? Is, is Liverpool front and centre for you or do you like all football?
1: Uh I think I mean Liverpool's front and centre but I do. I mean, I'll watch any football it at any time, hmm. like very happily. Yeah. Um, uh, to the extent that I resisted getting um, like the Sky and BT Sport packages for a long time, I've relented now um, because <laughs> they get I, you in I the end. it mate. was yeah. Just, <laughs> I just felt you know it's gonna it's gonna take up even more time. than <laughs> I can't yeah. afford. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll watch anything. I love going to. I mean, in some ways. You could almost argue, I think, I I enjoy going to games that Liverpool... I I find actually going to Liverpool games just incredibly... It's just stressful. Um, Yeah. uh, Whereas going to watch just a a sort of random random game... You can enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, just enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. Um, just the purity yeah. of the football without the without the potential pain and anguish. <laughs> we well, don't have an awful lot of pain and anguish these days at Liverpool. No, no. I mean, it's look, it's it's an unbelievable time to be a yeah. Liverpool fan.
0: And we're, we're a similar age, and I wonder if you've experienced this, because I certainly have, where a lot of your friends, but it's different for me because I do a bit of you know this kind of work, but mm. a lot of my friends who are similar age to me have started to almost drift a bit away because I think they think it's a completely different Sort of not a different sport, but completely different proposition now to what it used to be. And they yeah. find themselves. I've, I've I've noticed a lot of them drifting towards almost. If I want to go and watch a game, I'll go and see a non-league game where it's a little bit more real in quotes. And because the game mm. has changed an awful lot and how it's covered and and the scandal around it and all the chat and the social media, is that something that kind of puts you off or something that you feel you know,
1: indifferent to? Yeah, I, I don't know if I feel indifferent to it. Like, it, I mean, it's definitely true to say that it's changed an awful lot. I think that it's starting to change in some senses for me, anyway, for the better. And I think that what social media is doing is giving you access to players in a way that we have never had yeah. it before. And I really like that Does that exciting? Yeah, I feel like you're starting to get to know players and you get to know the ones who are. And there's always been players who you like, oh, yeah, he's a bit funny in, in sort of post match interviews or whatever. Yeah. But you really get into. A bit of personality, um, and I like it when they, when the clubs or obviously all do their, you know, their their bits and pieces for, um, for for social media and for their for their websites where they're yeah. getting them to do stupid stuff. Yeah, and like I, I can while away the hours, and like, you know, I really <laughs> I feel like I'm bonding, <laughs> getting closer and closer to the uh, yeah. to the Liverpool players, uh, and obviously I'm not in reality, no, but no. I feel like I am. Yeah, um, and so I'm I'm quite into that. Having said that, there there is like there was a. Me and my friends were having a a long discussion sort of a couple of years ago about whether we would sort of become nominally Barnet fans because it'd be quite easy to go and watch a lot of Barnet games. Yeah. And, you know, you could follow Barnet for a season Mm. much more practically than, than you could any any other team, really, Mm. for for us. Mm. Um, And we didn't do it, but I still feel like we, we might do. And it is to try and chase that kind of like the raw. The, the appeal that you remember of football like from when you were connection, a kid basically. yeah yeah in in a way that you know it's it's a different sort of connection but you're not you're quite sort of um i guess you're quite distanced by the modern game definitely um in 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 some ways at least um so i think that there is every chance that we might just start going to mm. going to barnet games for that reason
0: yeah what do you, what do you what do you think of when you talk about players, you know, being having access to them, or at least the mm. illusion of access to them on on, yeah. on social media? The, the six year old Rick in the FA Cup final would have mm-hmm. had his mind blown to pieces, thinking that he could have interacted with in whatever small way. I mean, yeah. I remember kind of a slightly different point, but but a related one. You know, the idea that I would be able to know where you know, David Bowie goes to buy his pint of milk from mm. um, back back in the 80s or whatever, yeah. you, you can you can sort of find that type of behind-the-scenes stuff out yeah. now. And, yeah. I, and I, part of me feels it's a bit of a shame. Part of me feels like the players and, and rock stars, they should be on a pedestal. They shouldn't be accessible.
1: But they still, for like, for me, they still are massively on a pedestal. Like, if I... Would you get starstruck if you met Salah uh, yeah, no, now? Yeah, totally, uh, I'd, be, I'd be all over the place. I just wouldn't. Uh, I had it, and you've interviewed Mariah Carey. Well, this is this is a thing. So you, you, you I've I've interviewed lots of famous people and never really got starstruck. Well, the most starstruck I got, I think, was weirdly interviewing Alex James from Blur, right. I just really liked Blur when I was a kid. Right. Mariah Carey um,
0: famously didn't know what a electricity bill was. No,
1: no, she didn't. No, no, bless her. <laughs> you think just, Mo Salah would know? I think Mo Salah would be all over that. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. He's, he feels like he's in touch with stuff. You switch. Um S-
0: yeah, swapping yeah, his yeah, bill yeah. providers. Yeah, also. Oh,
1: he's very eco. Yeah, is that right? Um, yeah, all of his stuff's eco <laughs> yeah. Um So I think, I don't know, like f- footballers will always have a mystique because it's the thing that, you know, when you're growing up, just I just played a lot of football as well and just wish that I could have a career as a footballer which is never ever ever mm. uh, on the cards uh, and you've played with me for either us um, um, no 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 definitely not, not yeah um we still love it yeah uh, and so they still yeah they they have a kind of a, a, an aura for me like I remember at the uh after the 2012 Carling Cup final um which I went to and I got into the sort of players lounge afterwards and we won on we won on penalties it was a, it was a not a good game against Cardiff mm-hmm. um and uh and I I'm, and the Liverpool players were just in there and I, I, I was I was just in I was in bits like I, I didn't <laughs> I, I just sort of I, I genuinely like like a like a schoolboy just went and cute sort of in the sort of an informal queue had started by Stevie G to go and get his his autograph and got him to did you? Uh, sign my program. Did he know who you were? No 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 idea um and I was just like <laughs> nothing like nothing just <laughs> hello could you sign this please that was it um I couldn't I was if I'd said any more I would have just been gibbering yeah. um and and I don't think I'll ever get over that well, it's actually, to be fair, it's sports people generally, but like sport is the thing that I hold in the, in the highest regard yeah. as, as a, it's the closest that you get to meeting people who are otherworldly. I think people who are exceptional at sport. Why do you think it's so important to you? I think I'm very competitive in just in general. Yeah. And I guess that it's a sort of proxy for that. It's like another outlet for my competitiveness. Um, and then I, I guess you know, like my mum and dad just really like, like my mum as well. She's a she's a QPR supporter, um, and doesn't to be fair doesn't go to many games. It um, goes to the occasional game, um, and and but they they always really liked sport. We just watched a lot of sport when I was growing up. Watched a lot of athletics, um, watched a lot of Formula One. Sort of anything, really. But you don't um, feel that way it, about
0: those sports that you do about
1: Liverpool and football? N- no, no. I mean, I do... It's it's different, isn't it? I guess that football is such a constant, particularly now. Um, I do really... I mean, actually, I, I don't really have any interest in Formula One anymore. I just kind of fell out of love with it for whatever reason. Um, athletics, I do really, really love. And, and I do get as excited... If I and I've I've done some athletics, uh, TV stuff, and and like co-presented with Michael Johnson, Mm. and that was huge, absolutely huge for me. Yeah, Um, probably not as probably not as huge as if I was co-presenting with Steve McManaman, but uh, I feel probably more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, okay. I thought you mean in the end. Thought you
0: mean my my theory is that it's the only area of life. I can think of that it's socially acceptable for men to kind of really show their emotions and to really bond and, and, and publicly, and, and of course that can manifest itself in a lots of different unacceptable ways which we don't need to go into mm-hmm. but it is a way of men in a world that they're not really it's that socially acceptable to do so, to, mm-hmm. to express themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course. And I mean,
0: even if we don't know that's what we're doing it, it feels a bit like that is what we're doing.
1: Yeah, the 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 tribal sort of yeah the feeling of belonging to a to a group is kind of amazing and then the the ability to vent a lot of emotion that maybe you're not sure where you'd be venting it otherwise yeah. um, my um, my wife says that when i celebrate a a, a goal um, it's like I'm possessed by a demon. She's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't recognise that face. <laughs> is that a good thing? Yeah, or? I don't think it's a good <laughs> no. thing. Yeah. But if there is, a, if there's a demon in there, it's good that it's coming out there rather than anywhere else. I suppose
0: it's quite benign, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm just, I'm just screaming and sort of, uh, and like r- running around, running around the front room, sort of. Like like doing yeah. this and stuff, like it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but you wouldn't want me doing that out on the streets. <laughs> no, absolutely
0: not. But the thing is though, crucially, and I'm not obviously not saying that the football fandom is the is the last bastion of of, of the male, of course, but what I mean mm. is I think women have a lot more other socially acceptable ways of expressing themselves. And mm. maybe perhaps men don't. But crucially you say that it's not like you're doing it out in public. But of course, if it's at a game or you're watching a game at a pub I mean people do do that kind of thing
1: but there's a there's a sort of solidarity when there's loads of people sort of letting their demon out safety (laughs) of crowds and their assorted demons yeah yeah Um, and it I don't know it's it's difficult because obviously it can veer into the unacceptable very easily Mm. Um, and for some people it does Um, I'm pleased to say that I don't think that happens for me although actually do you know what there was a trying to work out the year. It, it was one of the various years when Liverpool kept playing Chelsea in Champions League. Yeah, you had a bit um, of a
0: rivalry going yeah. on, didn't they? Yeah. Uh
1: so it's that that era. And I was at Stanford Bridge um for the second leg. And we um and I was there with my my agent actually, or well, not really like the guy who, who owns the agency that represents me. He's right. also he's from Liverpool, Liverpool fan. Mm-hmm. But didn't know him that well, and he'd said, Oh, I've Got got tickets? You want to come? I was like, oh, "Fucking yes, I yeah, do, yes." yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we went, uh, and it it just quite quickly became apparent that he, yes, he's a Liverpool fan, but he doesn't. It's not. It's not sort of all-consuming. Um, he, he 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 was not going to be expressing himself in the way that I was expressing myself. <laughs> right, uh, and and I, was, uh, and I was a bit like, "Ah, did you temper it uh, at all?" Well, I I I, I tried to, but. There was such, um, there was real sort of animosity, wasn't there, I think, between Liverpool and Chelsea fans. Yeah. Particularly around, and there still is, but particularly around that time. And we we were, you know, there's just not that many um, away supporters there. Um, and we, we just happened to be pretty close to... You know where we were was pretty close to the the Chelsea fans, and and there was a lot of sort of abuse of flying backwards and forwards. And Torres scored, um, and I just remember like my my celebration was just entirely like quite a lot of people around me entirely focused on like right. the the Chelsea fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I just and as I sort of finished screaming, <laughs> whatever, I, was screaming. Yeah. Uh, I just turned round uh, and my uh, my agent was still like in his seat and just looked quite. Sort of crestfallen <laughs> because he's just watching his client just like screaming. Are you still uh, with the same agent? Uh, yeah, still with the same <laughs> agent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, but that that was something where I felt okay. Um, he, my my behaviour in this context has not been appropriate um, because uh, I think my agent definitely now thinks less of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So you, you don't attribute it to anything other than just that you liked it when you were a kid. Because to me, it feels that there are, there are like reactions to things. There are emotional reactions to things that we can't quite control. And that says to me, this is what this is. Mm. Because we all like things. You know, I love going to watch a great movie. And yeah. you know, I know you do as well. And yeah. and there's other things we're into. Like you go and watch a band or whatever. But it doesn't quite affect you in that visceral type of way. And I'm just trying to get to the point. Because you know, you're an intelligent guy. How do you How do you express or explain why that is the case? Because to me, the explanation about, oh, I liked it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Is it doesn't yet. feel right.
1: Yeah, I suppose that the 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 emotional side is pretty critical, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and 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 also, once you're once you're in, I sort of like when you were saying about your friends kind of drifting away. I just can't like. Sometimes I've definitely at points in the last sort of ten years, fifteen years, um, I have found myself getting so worked up by football. <laughs> um that i've thought to myself i need to try and stop caring about this yeah but i just don't know i i i do not know how to quit football like, I, just, <laughs> I can't like it doesn't like i've give myself a talking to uh, and and it just doesn't it, it doesn't work it's like i guess it's it's, it's like a form of addiction maybe yeah that maybe it's uh, disrespectful to people who have um actual addiction problems um but uh, I I can't see a situation in which I am not going to deeply deeply care about it. care about football and and genuinely in the, it's it's a release isn't it it's 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 what you're saying it's just that that release when we score a goal is just it's like a very pure form of kind of bliss
0: yeah does I it affect you that you
1: don't but I think you don't really like. I don't get that with anything else.
0: Did you get that with with um, England in the World Cup last summer?
1: Yeah, it's kind of different. Um, I, I really like like everyone else got very caught up in it and and really enjoyed it. But when we went out, like if I compare that to how I feel, like the the, the crushing feeling after Liverpool lost the Champions League final two years ago. Versus England going out, it's sort of incomparable. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was just a bit gutted about about England. Yeah. Um, I, I was, yeah, I was so upset really <laughs> after the the Champions League final. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of our there was a sort of weird situation where we'd all gone to watch the game at our friend's house as a load of us came over and. uh and one of his friends had bought his son, his like eleven or twelve year old son, over to watch it, and I was like, oh, "It doesn't." you know that's no, uh, you're not that, that's, that's, <laughs> that's well, it's tricky because I feel like I'm going to be employing some language here. Yeah, <laughs> he's, well, and,
0: and the demon may manifest. Demon.
1: I mean, the demon is almost guaranteed <laughs> yeah, to come out, yeah. and it might not be suitable for a child. Yeah, uh, and and then not only that, but it turned out that the son, you know, he, he, he's. Uh, I oh, can't really blame him, but he's he's asking some fairly banal questions. He's making some fairly banal observations. <laughs> and uh, I, I've ended up sitting. How old right, is he? He's like 11 or 12. And I'm sat right next to this kid. And I, I'm really <laughs> starting to like, I'm making it. Did you, uh, say, did you say anything? Uh, well, I think my, um, uh, I think it was fairly clear that I wasn't happy. <laughs> is there any yeah. rela-
0: personal relationship in your life that hasn't been ostracized by your love of f- Liverpool Football Club?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that my, I mean, my, my wife finds it confusing, although all of her family are big Arsenal fans. Right. Um, you know, season ticket holders. So they, she's she's grown up around it. Um, Sometimes if, and like you say, like we're, we're in such a great period at the moment that it hasn't been happening as much, but it does ruin it does ruin my day, and she gets very frustrated that I can't just snap out of it, yeah, so she's like well it, it, it but just just leave it now yeah I'm like i can't, I would like to, but you can't i i can't yeah i can't it's just I'm playing over stuff in my <laughs> head
0: <laughs> you know we talked to, well I just talked to you about the international thing and the the england thing there um on my radio show, I did a poll about whether people prefer a club mm. or country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um I was really surprised it came about like eighty two percent of people polled preferred their club now, I wrote that off as um, it's an evening show, it targets like a lot of younger people. And I just thought, oh, that's just the way the trend is going. It doesn't mean as much because mm. club football is so much better standard now, mm. Champions League and all the rest of it. Mm. But for you, it's the same and we're the same age. So yeah. that's actually, that's disappointed me a bit.
1: You, so, because nothing could unite
0: you... the country like an England team doing well like we saw last summer in a situation where the country probably needed it and England was the only thing that could have done that, I think.
1: But do you honestly care more about England? Yeah, than Portsmouth. I do, mm. yeah. Yeah. Probably is, I've is been, that because you're a Portsman yeah because I've
0: been browbeaten for so yeah, long yeah yeah. it's like I can't even if someone this is the thing see Rick if, if I said to you would you prefer Liverpool to win the Champions League and the Premier League double or England to win the World Cup that is at least a question that makes sense yeah whereas if you say that to yeah, Port it's yeah. like <laughs> you might as well be asking me that question in Russian yeah because it's, it's completely irrelevant to me it's, it's unfathomable for that to even happen so it's almost yeah. like me and club football I get on well with club football but we've agreed to disagree on a lot of key points
1: yeah so I guess the question for you would be, would you rather England win the World Cup or Portsmouth get to the last 16 <laughs> the, of, of the League, or, Cup. Of, of the League yeah, Cup? Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I honestly would take England winning the World Cup over anything else. And I'm not trying to be worthy. Mm. I genuinely sincerely believe that nothing can unite a group of people like that in this country at least. Now, mm. of course, in different countries you have different sports, but... There's no way that any club, no matter how popular they are, could do what England did for the country. No, like no, no, no,
1: no. That's that's certainly true. And it's
0: kind of great to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and it yeah because I, I actually have never particularly been interested in rugby. Don't watch rugby, but I tried to watch a bit of the. Um, I was like, well, I'll try and get involved with the with the World Cup final. Yeah. That's that's a that's a big deal. Rugby fans love and, people um, like you to believe. Yeah, 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 and then I. uh and I mean, I just gave up after fifteen minutes. I'm like, I can't. I just, I just don't. I don't. I don't understand the rules, really. I don't <laughs> no, know if Robbie fans know. The rules properly. Uh, no, it's very complicated, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and and it's never going to have that. Although I remember the one where what's his face, Johnny Wilkinson. Yeah. Two thousand three. Yeah. Two thousand and three. Yeah. I did watch that. And I think I watched it with a load of people who were quite into it. And I and I was sort of that that was that was a big moment. But never going to be sort of. Transcending the sport in the way that yeah, that, that yeah. football would.
0: You know what? You were there in that situation. You were that eleven-year-old kid.
1: Yeah, except With I being... wasn't asking questions. You just kept. This quiet the thing. I just keep quiet and try and enjoy it. Shout a few kind of buzzwords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrum. Turnover. Is it? Always <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a big lad.
0: <laughs> exactly. But on, on that on that England thing last summer, I I, I don't want to get too um, sort of. F- cod philosophical about it but it is really interesting you're gonna cry maybe yeah I, w- <laughs> I will at some point um but they that, that that's really there's an amazing amount of like untapped power in the unity of England doing well in a big tournament yeah it most affected that I mean I was in London for most of it but it affected the whole city it seemed like
1: yeah yeah and it is crazy that that it can do that um, particularly yeah like you say at the moment I think we're um, we're living in quite troubled times think that's controversial no um, and yet something as simple as the England football team doing well hmm. can make everyone be like oh it's all going to be okay yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I come walk- here, I was walking through here, Victoria <laughs>
0: Station like people would like oh yeah, yeah. Like, actually people were actually talking to each other which in London of course as you well know is like almost unheard of yeah and nothing else can really yeah. do that so I wonder no, if there's no. something in that
1: I'm not sure what would be what you're proposing. That we um, try and we try and win a tournament. <laughs> yeah, it has to it has to be a victory. Good idea. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is a good idea. No, yeah. thought of that before, yeah. have they? Yeah. No, but I, I think I, I just think if you extrapolate that out, the fact that it's got almost the exclusive ear of of. Of men who find it difficult to express themselves, who can't really um, have a, have an out, seems an outlet for that, yeah. and then the link between the leadership that football could show in all these different areas is quite sizable and quite powerful.
1: Which is, yeah, and, and and it's particularly curious when you then think about who those people are yeah. and whether you would, in any other situation, choose them to be the people who are unifying you, and no. probably not. Yeah, you is, pro- is is the answer?
0: You probably wouldn't, wouldn't but if, if if you could tap into it somehow, I just think it would be a really powerful thing. So, do you, do you think? Do you think? But, you, that-
1: but then the, the 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 tapping in thing—it's not. No one is consciously tapping in. No one is sort of that. That's the beauty of it, isn't it? It just happens. It just happens organically. Yeah, that right. When the team do well, people rally and feel together.
0: So, you think it's a mistake um, to even try and like bastardize that in any kind
1: of way? It's well, like sort of, I sort of—I mean, I suppose that brands do it, yeah, the, the whole time, don't they? Um, Does that put you off? Does that
0: why people are drifting away from it, though?
1: Do you think? Maybe, but I don't think. You know, I, I'd be interested. So, the only person I know, one of my best friends, he—he he made a specific decision when he was eighteen, having been a Liverpool fan, hmm. and he's a couple of years older than us, uh, to just stop, and so. He just stops supporting Liverpool. Right. Doesn't support Liverpool anymore. Doesn't support anyone. But watches, watches all the football like we watch all, all the games together. Like mm. loves it. Um, and he seems to have quite a his experience again of the game is, is quite pure. Like he just enjoys the game mm. and doesn't have any of the well doesn't have the negativity that that is associated. But equally doesn't have the you know. It, it's How is he able to do it? that? Just to like cut his. Emotions I, I, off I, I just I just don't know. Just don't know, but he did it, and I guess he did it early enough, maybe because mm. I feel like, um if anything, I'm going in, I'm getting further sucked in.
0: You're the old guy in the Shawshank Redemption who hangs himself because yeah, he I, can't live on the outside.
1: I, I am, unfortunately, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> Get that straight on the CV. I think, I, I, but I, I <laughs> if think <I'm> like anyone,
0: <laughs> if, if, I, if I haven't, if I haven't got. As, as deep an affiliation for the team I support now than I have when I was growing up, then to me that's quite a clearly obvious explanation. It's just that I don't live in that city anymore. Mm. The city is, mm-hmm. it doesn't permeate every work, waking hour of my life like it does in Portsmouth, which is a yeah. one-club city, but they're kind of obsessed with it. Yeah. And I've drifted, if I've drifted in any way, because I've lived out of there for so long. But yeah. your experience is different, because I I I wonder if it's possible, and you might better tell me I'm wrong here, but mm. I wonder if it's possible to have a deep rivalry that you'd sincerely feel with local teams to the team you support if you've never lived or you're not from that area
1: yeah so that 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 I think is really interesting like I don't have animosity towards Everton Mm. because I'm not a scouser Mm. and I don't live in the yeah don't live in the city have never lived in the city Mm. so I kind of have a sort of um, I guess I play along with it but I don't feel it okay right I feel great animosity towards Manchester United. Right. I feel great animosity uh towards Chelsea. Yeah. Um I feel quite a lot of animosity towards Arsenal actually as it happens. Yeah. I'm, okay. But I don't like the like Everton, I guess as well, haven't really been a a rival. Serious rival. But I mean, oh, you know, you're... Yeah, but it's true though. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and they know it. And I imagine yeah. that really uh, uh, rivals them. And yeah. I, I understand that. But I, I don't think I would ever have that. Like your, um, I imagine, hatred of Southampton mm. but- um, will have been born out of living around there.
0: Yeah, unfortunately though. I mean, I have to be professional. Yeah. Which is a real shame. That is I a find. shame. Yeah. yeah so that's... you should hear me off air.
1: Yeah. Some of the stuff I get up to. Mate. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does this demon come out just a bit mate. just a bit. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Do you
0: feel any So you say that you don't you play along with the rivalry locally but do you ha- do you feel any inherent awkwardness um, that you're not a a scouser because a friend of mine who supports Man United he kind of I've noticed him if I go to a game with him and it's a United game He'll put the, the Mancune accent on when he sings a song, which to me is unacceptable. And that That is
1: unacceptable. Yeah. You, you, you really, you just like, you come on. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Like, it's perfectly acceptable. I have to say that if I have kids and they are sort of choosing their team, the one thing that I would probably encourage is that they support a, a, a local or a local ish team, a yeah. team that they can. Go, because that—that's the the only thing that I miss. I think, is that I just can't, I can't physically get to see as many, or as I go, can't go to as many games, Liverpool yeah. games, as I as I would like because of the 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 geography of it. And you know, a lot of my uh, extended family are also from North London, uh, sort of Tottenham. And you know, my cousins and uncle and stuff still have you know, still have season tickets even though they don't live in London anymore. And mm. um, it would be, I'm not saying that I want, I wish I was a Tottenham fan, but partly it would sort of, it would make more sense. Mm. And and you wouldn't have to, like the rigmarole of explaining why you are a fan when you're not from the place. It's a pain, yeah. It's a, and, and, and I'm just stuck with it. Like it's never going to go away. It's just going to be. But you don't make any apology for it. Well, no, because it's like—I mean—it's a decision that a six-year-old boy made. Yeah, and and once you've made the decision, and unless you're Tim Lovejoy, you can't—you can't really change, can you? No. You, the, the only thing you could do,
0: well, you can't. After is,
1: this. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> the, the only thing is you could, you could sort of yeah say oh. But I also support Barnett, yeah. for example, like just something totally that's just in a different
0: because they're not they're not going to have a really pass aren't really going to cross. No, basically. and
1: if they yeah. did, it'd be quite exciting. Anyway. Yeah, it, would, yeah, like, it would, that would yeah. be good. Yeah.
0: Um, so, but, do you think if you had kids, you would take them? Probably start taking them to a local.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, of course, uh, oh it's, it's the, the the horrible thing is that our local team is Arsenal, um, and that would pain me a bit. But if they if that's what they wanted, and and you know, then they're you know, they're. You know, granddad and uncle and and and, and whatever you could mm. could take them to games, and it would be that would, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, I have thought about this a bit. Um, <laughs> it's it's slightly depressing, but it it would make sense. You've got you've got to
0: be careful. I've got a couple of friends who've kind of consciously, as kids, gone against what the team their dad supported because he pushed them to it too too much. I've got mates who support Spurs because mm. their dad supports Arsenal,
1: right, right, and vice right, versa. Right, right. So you've got to be careful. Yeah, see what what I. Oddly, what I definitely won't do is try is push them to be Liverpool fans. Hmm. I think if they if they want to be, great. But I think you've got to you've got to sort of make your own mind up. And, and I would be very worried about. I mean, just like my the only thing I would <laughs> the only thing I wouldn't allow is uh, is them being United fans. I wouldn't actually. I wouldn't allow. That. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Do you you look back as your childhood, some of your kind of great moments of being, you know, bonding with your parents over football or bonding with your friends or whatever it may be. They're kind of, it's kind of, um, it's kind of informed a lot of, your Life, yeah, really,
1: yeah, yeah, it has, and also you know, a lot of just a lot of my sort of key memories. Like, when you're trying to re- figure out where something was in, in time, they kind of think, So, when was that? and it, like football is the thing that allows you to build the your anchor yeah. the story, you go, Oh, yeah, because yeah. that was the year that, yeah. Um, and like, there was, I mean, even sort of slightly sad, uh, <laughs> instance like the, the time that. I and everyone has this. The time that I first realised that my that my dad uh, couldn't couldn't sort of protect me or like wasn't you know totally in control of any situation. Yeah, it wasn't like was my omnipotence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was that? Uh, so what year would this have been? This would have been sort of mid mm, early mid nineties. You better find it out. So it was a it was an FA Cup semi final between City. And Spurs, and so me, my dad, and my uncle had gone, and so we're in the away end at Main Road, mm. and Spurs were annihilating City, and at the and with about five minutes to go, the and you could feel like the atmosphere was it, it was really lively, which right. was kind of you know fine with, but then it, it just spilled out into like serious aggro, right? And how city old were you at the time? Started. So I would have been. So I wasn't young. I was 14, 15, I reckon it right. would have been. Right. Um uh, yeah, it might be it might be worth Googling. I reckon it was nineteen ninety-four, but it could have been nineteen ninety-five. Okay. Um, and uh and so like City fans are like pouring onto the pitch. This is and the and and the game gets stopped with but Spurs are like three 0 up or something. So the game just gets stopped mm. like five minutes before the end. Mm. Um, and the and and the and you know, you've got police horses everywhere. City fans pouring into, like, try to get into the the Spurs <clears> section. Yeah, um, and it was, I mean, it was fucking terrifying. I yeah. mean, obviously. Who were you with? Uh, so I was with my dad and my uncle. Yeah, uh, and uh, but I sort of initially I was like, it's okay. I'm with my dad and my uncle. And then I looked at my dad and my uncle. I was like, hold on. Shit. They're fucking terrible yeah. as like, You they? could see it in their face. Yeah, yeah, you could just see it like like no, no one no one's in control it. Like, right. uh, and there was a like the guy sat right in front of us. We saw him getting uh like subsequently like getting taken off uh on, on a stretcher with blood pouring out of his head. Like it was really like it yeah. was it was horrible. Yeah. It's a horrible um situation and then you know all the Spurs fans were kept in the ground for you know ninety minutes or whatever before they could leave and it was like it was it was it was a mess. Um but you know quite uh sort of seminar in my in in my life because of that realization.
0: I think football is obviously <clears throat> it's a reflection of society isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. all the all the positive things that come yeah. into football and all the negative yeah. things that come in are a reflection of the society around us and, that, yeah. and that's football at its best but also at its worst
1: as well. Yeah. Yeah. But there are just as well, far more um sort of um examples of e- e- elation and joy mm. um that punctuate through my my entire life really. Mm. Um and, you know, built around and centred around football.
0: And it's so it's so bound up in your life now that there's no, it's impossible to imagine it without it, really.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is.
0: Yeah, one of the most amazing um, things, you talk about having 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 children in the future or whatever, one of the most amazing things is when you go to a game and sometimes if you're fortunate enough because the timing works, you get to see like a kid, a t- like a five-, six-year-old boy or girl, come up the steps and yeah. see the thing of the... First, and that is just yeah. the most amazing yeah. thing. So yeah. I can yeah. only yeah. imagine yeah. when that's yeah. like it's yeah. yeah. your yeah. own
1: kid, you know? Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. Yeah,
0: can you remember your first game?
1: Yeah, I mean, it would have been a, it would have been a Wolves game, actually. Um, mm. Hmm. Well, I guess the the short answer then is no. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, As you said uh, earlier, that yeah. you
0: learn, you learn like industrial language, you learn kind of adulty things, and it's quite exciting. Yeah. And I remember my mum was exactly the same with me. She said to my uncle, her brother, who who sort of introduced me to football. Yeah. I remember her over and over saying. Yeah, you're not taking them yet. You're not taking them yet, and she knew. And that's obviously why. Mm-hmm. But then, at the age of eleven, she decided that that's fine now.
1: Yeah, and, so you, and you're surrounded <laughs> you're by men. You're a man now. Yeah, <laughs> men smoking, swearing,
0: all sorts going on, and it felt a bit like it was. It was the environment of the man much more than we're talking about nineteen like ninety-ish or whatever. Yeah. yeah so yeah. and it's not now, and that's a good thing. I, I, my 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 biggest, well, not my biggest, but one of the criticisms but I think is worth leveling at football fans and football generally now is that it, it it shouldn't be the safe space in which mostly young white men are able to behave with impunity however they want because they aren't able to do that in society now because society is moving on and I think that's what we're seeing a lot of now which I would like to see less of to be honest because it, it used to be that it would be that men would behave like that generally if they were that kind of man, but now mm-hmm. obviously they can't do that. So what mm-hmm. we're seeing in my experience now is men mm. behaving because they think that's a safe space in which to do so. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean, I mean your uh, demon um, specifically.
1: No, no, no. Thank you, thank yeah. you. Um, <laughs> I, I reckon. Again, it's, it's it's like you were saying. Football sort of reflects society, and I don't. I think football should have a role in addressing issues in society but it can't it can't really be I can't really be blamed so if you've got angry young men and there is nowhere that they can express legitimately express that anger mm. except football um taking so Take you know, and, and you you don't want that at football. But if you take that away, where is it then going to emerge? Like I just, uh, you sort have to tackle the the root of the. Bro- football is not the thing that's making them angry. No, football that's is fair. not the is not the thing that is uh, that is making them behave badly. Mm. It's it's a sort of convenient um, place to to vent at. I think so. That's a symptom um, then, rather than the cause. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but I can't imagine that that football is creating these these problems. Um,
0: no, I think that's fair. But I, I mean, to me, it's, it shouldn't be any more complicated. I mean, I, I realize that in practice it is more complicated than this, but in theory, it shouldn't be any more complicated than if you not, if you're not going to behave like that, you know, walking down the street, mm. you probably shouldn't behave like that. In a football stadium because you feel safer or because you're surrounded by men who make you feel safer because of the wisdom yeah. of crowds, not the, the, the safety of crowds, if you like. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's absolutely that's absolutely true. But somehow um, there is a feeling because of that tribal, um, the, the tribal nature of supporting a team and being yeah. in, in, in that crowd that people do feel... Um, sort of enfranchised to behave in a way that they that they wouldn't normally. And I guess there's, you know, I don't really buy the argument of, well, it's better to do it there than, than, than elsewhere. I think you have to somehow, and it's a much bigger problem, isn't it? Mm. Um, you've got to somehow look at how you allow men to express themselves elsewhere in an acceptable way. Mm. Um, but football, you know, football clearly still has lots of problems. In yeah. terms of the 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 fans and behaviour of fans at grounds, but it has in most in most areas it's improved.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I think that's think. Fair. And, and and it's um, become more inclusive,
1: hasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, mm. you know, the, the sort of like the family stands, great. If they'd been around when I was a kid, I think it would have been much better if I'd been there. I mean, much <laughs> as I <I'd> love to <laughs> right. you know, sort of uh, you know, being standing on <laughs> standing on the terraces and hearing all sorts. Um, you know, that that's just a, it is a better environment to to introduce people to to the game. Mm. But I, I think, God, I mean, what what do you where do you even start with sort of analysing and then tackling why why it is and it, and it is mainly men isn't it i mean i'm yeah. sure there are i'm sure there are women who go berserk at, at football as well but feels like it's still a sort of male issue um but wh- where is that coming from um i mean i've got absolute i've got no idea i mean there's all sorts of uh, um research to do with men being increasingly sort of infantilized mm. because of sort of so well socioeconomically yeah. So the fact that they, if you you can't move out of your family home, um, for you know, if you think back sort of fifty years ago, mm. people would move out pretty much as soon as they left left school because that was a that was, that was a, an achiev financially achievable thing. There was yeah. work and kind yeah. of stuff. And now it's it's that much harder, and how and the effect that that has on you know someone's sense of self worth. Um, and obviously that applies to 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 women as well, but I think that for some reason it affects men in mm. um, in a different, very negative way.
0: Um, I think the educational outcomes for white working class men are the worst across all sectors of society now.
1: Yeah, well. they are. Yeah, so there's an element of yeah. feels
0: as an element of being left behind, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for that reason, perhaps it feels like it might be an outlet, the same way a Saturday night in the pub is an outlet type thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, for frustrations. Um, but also, I suppose there's a, you know, because tickets, depending on who you support, obviously tickets are outlandishly expensive. Yeah, um, and there probably is. I mean, this is you know cod cod psychoanalysis, but there probably is a theme of look. I haven't got much money, and I'm spending my money on on this on this ticket. I will behave how I want. I think that's definitely like, the case. I think it's yeah. almost seen as an excuse like yeah, you, yeah. it's it's only it's I've merely paid me a, entry money. Exactly. It's yeah.
0: merely an extension of, you know, you hear on the radio all the time. I might have even been guilty of it in the past myself. If they if people pay 60 quid to go and watch a game and they want to yeah. boo the manager, then they can boo the manager. Yeah, It's an extension of that. That's that's yeah. the thin end of the wedge it feels to me.
1: Yeah, exa- exactly, exactly. But then I suppose that there's a sort of um I mean, I, I'm sure people have have done um studies on this but it is fascinating why and maybe it is a maybe it is a class thing i don't know um why rugby crowds for example are so different hmm. to football crowds like uh, i've have been to is it because no one maybe, knows what's going on i mean partly that isn't it yeah <laughs> but the uh, the idea of being uh, mixed that like the crowd being mixed yeah and everyone like really like passionately supporting their team, but also having a nice time together,
0: which happens in all American sports as well, by the way. Uh,
1: oh yeah, but but, yeah. Uh, but American American. Um American sport fandom is, I find, baffling. It's a different world. It, it, it is like yeah. they It's a sort of. It's an entertainment spectacle, yeah. and I know that football is entertainment, but it's not.
0: Oh, I think in America, everything is worth f- framing it through the prism of that they see that just about everything is an extension of the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They get yeah. that. That's why their yeah. TV programs around sport are so much yeah. better. Yeah, because they know it's just an entertainment itself.
1: Yeah. So that's yeah. probably
0: why. But sorry, you were you were saying about rugby uh, crowds and the difference between them. But
1: is, yeah, just the the fact that they can absolutely passionately support their team but there not be an issue with standing next to someone who is supporting yeah. the, the the opposing team yeah and it just being quite sort of convivial yeah. and i'm sure that there are exceptions to that but generally speaking that is true and you could not you could not do that at almost any i, I can't think of a football match where you could do that
0: not even just here but around europe as well
1: anyway probably. yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You just it just couldn't and and that's because it's like the tribalism is so deeply embedded isn't it
0: yeah, it seems to be. Um, changing trains slightly. Have you ever felt like obviously it's something you're very passionate about, and you and you are you know a successful broadcaster in your own right? Have you ever not? Have you ever th- felt that like you wanted to move into kind of football work? Um, I think part of me would love to. You could do the old David but, Jones bit on Sky Sports, can you?
1: Yeah, I mean, God, oh God, that guy has to work hard sometimes. Only I feel sorry for him. <laughs> it's tough. My yeah. God, when he's sitting there and he's got. Soness Keane Keane and Mourinho yeah. and you're yeah. just like mate this is a nightmare and you, you've got to do like an hour an hour with them after a game you're thinking and give then, me three Mariah Carey's any day. yeah absolutely yeah. and they're sitting there glowering that yeah. like, fuming I mean there's a bit I don't know if you saw it the other day after uh uh it was after the City Liverpool game the Liverpool City uh, and, and Keane said do you know what I don't usually enjoy watching the football, but I, li- I, li- I, I, I like that game. And you're like, that's exactly, that is the problem, Roy. Like, yeah. It's so, everything about your demeanour says you hate this. Like, I'd you love absolutely. it.
0: Absolutely. I'd love it if David Jones just went, all yeah. right, everyone, Roy's going to give us three things he does
1: enjoy. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's true. Like It's, it- and, and he just has to kind of, he just has to roll with it. I mean, that is hard work. And Mourinho, like just any question you ask him, Mourinho just sort of gives you a sort of snarky, yeah. sort of clever, clever answer. Like, yeah. So what area of the pitch is going to be particularly important for this? E- e- every area. Yeah. Great stuff. Brilliant. Well, I'm glad we're paying you however much we're paying you, Jose, because that's that really, a hell of an insight.
0: Is there, is there ever a bit of a man more comfortable in his own skin or sure of himself than Jose Mourinho? That's
1: staggering, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you get sort of justifiably so. Um, I mean, yeah. maybe less so these days, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I really, um, I, I love watching uh, David Jones do his thing and just thinking, wow, wow. Because at least like when Jake Humphrey's doing it, he just has people who are a bit more convivial, yeah, who are, who are you know, I mean, not always um, the sharpest or funniest, but like they're, they're, they're offering something, like they're, mm. they're, they're working, <clears throat> whereas Keen, Sunis, Mourinho do not feel like they're working. They feel like they've been somehow, they've been press ganged against their will into doing yeah. this thing that they happen to be getting paid a lot of money for. They really don't want to be there. Yeah. They don't want to offer any opinions. They're annoyed that the standard isn't as good as it should be or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, do you, and, and do then, you
0: watch it with a broadcaster's I do you, you think like, this yeah, is what I would do in this situation? Yeah, oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I, can, I can't, I, I can't help myself. And you think yeah. it would be tough to do that live? That I you... think, I think that would be hard. I think, you You know, I think I could probably do it. I'd t- but it's difficult because I what they do quite well is not let on like the presenters mm. don't betray their allegiances too much or they can just sort of reference it occasionally but I mean if I'm going off the back of um, if City have just beaten Liverpool I mean I, I'm 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 really struggling to uh, keep a professional. You'd have to be kept off football games, yeah, yeah, like a referee. You have to be kept
0: away from those games. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that'd be brilliant. Um, But I, yeah, no, so I, 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 yeah, I think it would, it would be amazing. I think it's quite hard to, I think it's pretty quite hard to get into. Hmm. Um, And uh, I mean, fair play actually to Jake, Jake Humphrey. Like he went after it in in a big way and sort of. He's good on Twitter. Have you seen him on Twitter? Uh, yes, I have seen him on Twitter. He's doing yes. a lot of stuff about being positive, isn't he? Yeah. At the moment. And, yeah. and people, people are hating it. <laughs> yeah, ironically, <laughs> Which is yeah. sort of It's perfect, yeah. isn't it? yeah. Yeah. Well, you know
0: football, mate. It's an outlet for <laughs> anger, as we've already discussed. And <laughs> uh, one thing you have been doing a lot of recently is um, popular science books. Is it okay to call them popular science books? Or is that disrespectful?
1: Uh, no, that's that's extremely respectful. Okay, good. Because um, I think, you know, at the minute, um, science book is probably the, uh, the yeah, last thing people want mean, to hear. popular... Yeah popular is uh, is is moot. It's fairly fairly popular.
0: And that's another area of interest of yours isn't it? kind of science. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've uh well I did a I did a science degree um mm. quite a long time ago yeah. and uh, I've just always yeah, always loved science and so I do this uh science podcast, Scienceish, um where we look at the uh the sort of science in popular culture. Yeah. So the big science questions that come out of um films and TV shows and books and stuff. Um and it's quite a nice way in um, it's quite a good way of getting people who aren't necessarily – people who wouldn't necessarily listen to a science podcast. Um, you can suck them in by saying, yeah, but you've seen The Matrix and you like The Matrix and you yeah. thought, could I be living in a simulation? And then they're in. And then you talk about some quite heavy science stuff. And we've um, and so I do it with a guy called Dr. Michael Brooks, uh, who's great. Quantum physicist, he's excellent. And, uh, by uh, yeah, I've he's really he's books, he's yeah. really good, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah, so we've written this our second book, sort of based on the podcast, is out is out now called Hollywood Wants to Kill You, all themed cheerily around death. Yeah, Ways and the which...
0: science of death in movies. Yes. yes yeah. Exactly. So, so exactly. what was it going? Because I mean, I mean, as awkward as this may or may not be, um, I was very much on the, the mailing list for the first science ish book. Yeah. But I've somehow dropped off the, for the second book. So I don't, I've not read the second book. Is it? Is it? How's that happened? I don't know you speak to your people is it is it about oh, um dis- disappointing whether certain things in movies would actually kill you or whatever is uh, it-
1: yeah so it's like um it's the ways in which we die in films how how big a threat are they um and how can we avoid them so it's everything from sort of viral pandemics mm-hmm. in in contagion or outbreak to uh, asteroids in Armageddon to predators so in jaws um to literally sort of you know death it's like the concept of death itself in Flatliners. um yeah and we kind of just uh so it's like 11 chapters all centered on a specific film but taking in other films as well that have those kind of what's
0: like the of most likely thing in. to kill us that happens in fit a film
1: uh well it's disappointing it's it's viral pandemic we've yeah. we've got some real problems there or we, or the real so we did a, a chapter on children and men and i don't know why this is not Better known, but we are a hundred percent in a fertility crisis, right? Um, and uh, and if that doesn't, so all of this stuff where people are like, Oh, overpopulation is going to be a a huge problem, not going to be able to feed all these people. That is not the issue. The issue is that if we don't figure out why we're in a fertility crisis, we are slowly going to die out. out, yeah. So, our um, the average male sperm count. Uh, has dropped by over 50% in the last 40 years and it's on a pretty much linear trajectory Um, and in by I can't remember the date but sort of 2040 say if it carries on like this it'll just drop to zero and then no people no people so no footballers no footballers so no football and then, and then what am I going to do? When, when's, when's the demon coming out? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, well,
0: the next one you should do, you you should convince Dr. Michael Brooks. Because did he do 13 things that don't make sense? He did, yeah, that's brilliant.
1: Is, it's my favourite popular science It's book, brilliant. Yeah, amazing. Um, I love
0: that. And you could convince him perhaps to do one on the science of, of sport or the science of football.
1: Next. Yeah, he should do that, actually. Does he like football? The si- uh, yeah, he does. He does. He's not... Uh, but again, he's one of these ones who is like, really likes football, watches a lot of mm. football, doesn't support a team. Right, okay. Which is probably, I mean, maybe that's a good way of doing it.
0: There's a lot of science interest in in, in in football. I was speaking to, on one of these I did recently with Gary Lewin, who was the England head of physiotherapy yeah. for a lot yeah. of years. He talked quite eloquently, as you'd expect, on the, the science around the impacts, around how Players are much more finely tuned now, so the injuries are different, and how mm. um, the laws of the game have had to change because you can't have a player running twenty percent faster than he was twenty years ago, piling into another player who was running twenty percent faster as well. Because when you do that, the numbers get very big, and the impact gets a lot bigger. Oh, it's exponential. There's, yeah, a of, there's a lot yeah, yeah. of a lot of lot yeah. of um, kind of fertile ground for it there. Mm
1: well I mention it to so him. think about it yeah he's writing a book about maths at the moment which I'm also excited about well, once he's not that on the head you we'll get him, maths, we'll get him we? on football you he love does. maths no, you? I, love, I love maths he loves maths
0: yeah we couldn't do an hour of maths on this channel though mate
1: I think that would be hard work no as far as I physically couldn't do an hour of maths yeah. I, I reckon you've got 20 minutes in you? <laughs> <laughs> maximum with you with me
0: anything's possible Rick Edwards thank you very much thanks, appreciate mate. your time um, you've done a very good job in, it, in sort of explaining just how passionate you are about football and what it means to you and that's what I want to happen so thank you very much thanks